Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 322, and welcome back to my front porch. Little nippy out here in uh, Phoenix out here. Got my fire. It's going good. Boy, it's 32 in the morning, which I have nothing to complain. Last weekend, I was in California speaking at a camp in Northern California. That's kind of why I've been off the grid a little bit. But uh, speaking at a camp in the Sequoia National Forest, we get up there. So we get about three, I don't know, three quarters of the way up the mountain, probably 6,000 feet. And all of a sudden we get to the guard shack, which is kind of where they kind of let you in and or up or whatever. And so we get up there and they go, you got change? And thank goodness I had bought some. So yeah, I got changed, and we've got a little four-cylinder Toyota Highlander, and it it was not meant for what we experienced, but basically put the chains on the tire, and I've never, now I grew up in Ohio, most of my, my family's from northern Michigan, like I'm not afraid of snow. I had never put uh, uh, chains on a (laughs) on a vehicle and driven it, so put those on, and it was it was nuts. It was kind of nuts. I mean, there probably was like 10 foot walls of snow that they had stacked up on either side and anywhere where the snow didn't meet, like watch out, like so slippery, so much snow, but we, we got through it, got up there, you know, I spoke, um, but it was at night, like 17 degrees. I'm like, I know some of you who listen to this podcast are like, dude, if you complain about the temperature in Phoenix one more time, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually delete this, <laughs> this podcast. I'm never gonna listen to it again because it's like I can't whine. It's 32 degrees and then it's like 60, 60 something during the day. Uh, but here, I mean, for us, it's 32 is cold. Like I, this morning, I had to use a CD to scrape the ice off my windshield. And I know for some of you, you're like, that's like the regular for us, so stop complaining. I know my friends in Chicago, I've got a good amount of friends in Chicago. Um, And my friends in Chicago got dumped on last night. Uh, So anyway, all that to say, it's beautiful out. I put on chains on my tires. I feel like a full-grown man. That's what I'm going through. But uh, really excited to be back. Uh, I'll be a little bit more consistent moving forward. The first two weeks of this year have been really difficult, not in a bad way, in a really good way, like doing a lot of really good things. Uh, We got through a series. I'm I'm, uh, in the process of launching an app uh, for the organization that I run called Phoenix One uh, that's going to be helping local churches. It is helping local churches, but we had our first church go through it. And so it was basically getting all the data and being able to present that and then presenting to an executive team and all the different things that go into that. And uh, awesome. It went so good, but it was a ton, a ton of work. So thank you for your patience, especially those who are pretty regular. I mean, I get hit up by a couple people going, hey, (laughs) are you are you doing this still or whatever? So that means like uh, I've not been consistent enough. So thank you so much for those of you who are consistent listeners and have been very patient with me over the last few weeks. I really appreciate it. And with that, someone suggested our passage for today. She hit me up and she was like, hey, question. And I was like, she's like, I'm pretty sure you did this passage, but I can't find it. 
And I went back in the archives and I hadn't. So I said, well, I'm going to do that passage. And I deeply care for this person. And she's a supporter of this podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much to her. And thank you to all of you who continue to give to this podcast, continue to listen to this podcast. It means a lot. I love that we're all growing and learning and figuring this stuff out together. I think it's kind of awesome. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. In the passage that she wanted to work through, and it's a really, really good one to work through, deeply challenging for me, was Psalms 37, uh, 4 and 5. She was wanting to talk about 5. I think to include include 4 is really helpful. So uh, Psalms 37, 4, 5. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Uh, other translations say feed faithfulness, which I, I think is kind of cool. Feed on faithfulness, which I think is kind of cool. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So I'll read it again. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of of your heart. As I was kind of working through, thinking through this passage, uh, one of my absolute pa- favorite passages in the whole world, I've talked about it, is uh, is uh, Matthew 6.33. Actually, the whole chapter of Matthew 6 is really important, and I keep talking about it, so just bear with me. And I may have brought this up last podcast, I can't remember, but it was so profound as I was thinking about this particular passage to kind of bring it back. But Um, I've been journaling at the top of my, I've been journaling now for, I don't know, maybe five years, pretty consistently. And at the top of my journal, um, I, I write something every, every single, um, it's kind of a centering statement. And, uh, Matthew 6, 33 is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added to you. And all these things is kind of referring back to, um, the bird, look at the birds and he's going to take care of you. Look at the lilies. Look how he takes care of you. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't be anxious. Like it's all those things. It's like, so it's kind of the centering passage, uh, for chapter six. Uh, I, I, and I, I really love that passage. So at the top of my journal, I journal every single day, do today unto the Lord. And that's just to remind me, it's kind of a centering statement to remind me, Hey, 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 do it unto the Lord, do it unto the Lord. Well, recently I've been going through some some significant things in counseling and really working through, you know, I've been doing counseling probably about as long, almost as long as I've been journaling and have been having some really pretty significant things be revealed to me um, where it's making me really think. And a lot of it has to do around doing and, 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 and being instead of being with the Lord. And, and I realized this was kind of this eye opening moment for me that the passage says, seek, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I took that in, and put it into a doing statement. And again, like I'm so grateful to have that as a centering thought. But what I didn't realize was so for so much of my life, it was do, do, do. Do the will of God. Do, do, do. And actually seeking the kingdom of God is, is essentially saying, seek Jesus. Seek Jesus, seek his righteousness, and watch what he does. Seek Jesus, and you'll get his righteousness. Seek everything that he he is about, and you will get him, basically, his righteousness, his plans, his desires. And so it floored me that I've been spending, you mean, the last five years centering myself on this idea that really, in some ways, has been helpful, but in other ways, 
is actually been just about doing, doing instead of seeking. It's two different things. Seeking feels like hands open. What do you want? Where do you want me to go? Doing feels like I've got an objective. I'm getting after it. Uh, it, it, and a lot of times I think for me, it's like I do that outside of really consulting the Lord or allowing him to, to lead and guide. It's like, no, I know what you want me to do. I'm going to get after it. And seeking tends to go, what do you want me to do? Like, what? Like seriously, what do you want me to do? I want your will. I want your desire. I want your way. I want your direction. And this is what is so helpful about this passage is it's like trust the Lord, Right, dwell in the land and befriend, or I love this other translation, feed on faithfulness. It's like feed on the faithfulness, eat, eat, eat that up. David's like centering us on what it is to live in a life of trust in the Lord. This is what that life looks like. And then he transitions this idea of delight yourself in the Lord. And it's like, just we gotta stop there. And go, am I really delighting myself in the Lord? You know, a lot of times as it relates to the things that are happening in our lives, those things tend to take center stage. And there's hard things. There's really good things. Like I always say, I I love Patty. Patty and I have been married for 24 years. We've been together for 26. I love her. But if I'm not careful, I will delight in her more than I delight in the Lord. And she's an easy distraction, to be honest. Uh, because if I'm not sensing anything from the Lord, I just look to Patty and I go, hey, you can help that out, right? Which is so, it's not, not fair on either side. It's not healthy on either side. Like she was never meant to be put in that place. Although I do de- desire her and delight in her, it, 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 it can't be put in the place of the Lord. She can't give me what the Lord can give me. you know. And, and I think that comes... All along, all the way down the road, you talk about finances, you talk about health, you talk, you run that out and go, I don't know if I delight in the Lord all that much. I think I delight when I get good outcomes. I think I'm happy then. I think I'm satisfied when things kind of go my way and when things kind of work out. And I was, I, you know, for me, it's just a, comp- like, this is the idea of like, I'm so busy doing that, that, you know, Suresh always says, like, you're so busy doing, you're not getting anything done. Like, I'm doing and I'm accomplishing, but something in my soul goes, something's not right. Something's off. This is what David is trying to get at. He's like, listen, it's trusting in the Lord and it's delighting yourself in the Lord. I first trust him. And then through that trust, uh, there's just this delight that happens. And I, I think that for so many, it's that's the disconnect. One, if we're honest, we don't trust the Lord. We don't trust the Lord with all our hearts, and we don't lean on we and we, and we lean onto our own understanding. That that's that Proverbs: trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean in, lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him; He'll direct your paths. We struggle with that, right? Solomon, David's son, is trying to go. This is the core of all the problems. This is actually foolishness is to go after your plans, your desires, your way. And what David is saying, Solomon's father, is he's going, you got to trust the Lord. It's almost like it's almost like Solomon just was like, ah, yeah, dad used to tell me that. Dad used to talk to me about that, trusting in the Lord, right? Trusting the Lord leads to the delight of the Lord, light in the Lord. And then this next part goes, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So, are the desires of my heart more important than my delight in the Lord? Woo, buddy. 
that that one right there will get you. It'll get you. It got me. I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, I think so often my desires, right, for the outcomes, my desire for the desires of my heart are greater than my delight in the Lord. And this then becomes the problem. This then becomes the real peril in our souls is actually, if I'm honest, I want more of an outcome. I want the good. I want the things that I want and I desire. And here's the thing. Like those things are bad. Like if you if you want to do well in your job or if you want to get a raise or if you want to be healthy and whole, if you want your marriage to grow or you want a friendship or you want, you know, you're single and you want to get married, like what you run that across the gamut, right? Whatever those desires are. Those desires aren't wrong. The when they become wrong is when they become more important than delighting in the Lord. And that just becomes a place where it's like, oh, wow, I just desperately need to humble myself. I need to repent of that. And that is honestly the beginning of when we start finding him is this repentance of like, I, re- I, I just love that moment where the father, the father who wants his son healed and goes, I believe it help me with my unbelief. He's like, look, I'm just being honest. Like, I want the outcomes of these things, but I really do want you. But I'm struggling with that delight. And I actually think if we're real honest, it's because I have a trust problem. I don't know if I trust the Lord. I want to. But to be honest, it's, it's been hard. Things haven't worked out the way I want. I mean, if you look at David's life, what you're going to find is a guy who's disappointed a lot. Like it's just not going the way he thought it would go. But yet in the midst of all that, he finds the Lord, trusts the Lord, delights in the Lord. And so he's like, I just feel like I have everything, Right. Because my heart's formed into his heart and the, de- and the desires of my heart are, are his desires, his wants for me. In fact, there's this idea around this, which is called Christian hedonism, right? Think about how interesting this is. It's used in, uh, in this like righteous pursuit of satisfaction and pleasure that's rooted kind of in the, the delight of the Lord. Like that's what it's rooted in. It's rooted in the delight of the Lord. And so it's just like hedonistic. I have everything I want. I can just continue to live in life. Now, that is some, that is what we would call the ideal. The real is a lot of us really struggle. And a part of the reason why we struggle is because we want the thing more than we want him. We want the outcome more than we want him. We want, we really, really want the desires of our heart more than the light in the Lord. And David's like, no, 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 we've got to reframe this. We've got to rethink this. We've got to get back to what he is trying to explain to us, which is trusting the Lord equals delighting in the Lord. And then as a result of that, my heart gets formed into what he wants. So the, because when we want God, we get his desires. This is awesome. When we really, truly desire God, we get what he desires. And so the question is, do you want God more than anything else? That's just a really huge, huge thing to wrestle with. And so, God, we bring that before you. We really do bring that before you. And we repent. I repent. Man, I repent. I wish this was fully true of me. I desire for it to be true, but it's not. And so would you continue through your spirit to humble me, guide me, and lead me. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time.